rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,664. Today I'm down under with a guy who builds the most insane automotive-themed guitars that you have ever seen. Put your seatbelt on. We're rocking and rolling today here on Cars Yeah. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited today because I'm down under in Adelaide, South Australia, with an incredibly talented automotive enthusiast by the name of Dave Gartland. Hey, Dave, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I might guess absolutely all buckled up and ready to go. All right, we're going to have some fun here. Now, Dave, before I give you a proper introduction and we jump into the questions, I would love for you to share one little thing that most people may not know about you. Well, funny thing, I only thought about this the other day, actually. Uh, when I was about 10 or 11 years old, and uh, I think I watched that film Deliverance, and uh, I wanted to make a banjo. And uh, At the time, I had a short bread uh, biscuit tin, and in school, we used to have those old wooden rules. Yep. And uh, I remember cutting a hole in the side of this biscuit tin and sticking the wooden rule in there and getting some fishing line uh, and trying to make a banjo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that was the first uh, first time I actually actually made something that would influence the guitar. I forgot all about that till recently, actually. Wow. Well, you know, little did you know where your life would end up going. I think that's pretty darn cool. Uh, of course, everybody knows that movie. A uh, very interesting movie, of course. But uh, Deliverance and the theme song for that, in fact, back when I was a kid, that was a song that I actually played on my guitar along with a banjo guy for a um, recital that we did for a bunch of uh, parents in a a music class that I was part of. So uh, I learned that song, learned how to play very well. Dave, let me give you a proper introduction so people know what it is I keep alluding to here. And then we're going to jump into the questions. So here we go. Dave Gartland is the owner of Alley Cat Guitars, where he's taken his passion for automobiles and morphed them into the most unique and cool musical instruments that I guarantee you have ever seen. Dave creates the world's most incredible handcrafted aluminum instruments, from regular designs to totally insane bespoke car designs. These are things that I guarantee you cannot imagine what he's creating. His attention to detail, quality, and the automotive designs take his guitars to a whole nother level. From classic 50s hot rods to modern-day supercars, He creates instruments that are sure to bring a huge smile to your face and sweet music to your ears. The most difficult thing about Alley Cat Guitars is deciding which one you want to play or hang on your wall. We'll be back in a minute to talk with Dave, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah! possible. So sit tight, think of a sweet song, because we're going to come back and have a little bit of fun. Do you have a pet in your household that loves to go for a ride? Our pets are part of our families, but they can be very hard on your vehicle's interior. Well, Covercraft has you covered. They offer a wide variety of solutions to protect your vehicle's interiors from Fido's rough treatment. Canine cargo area covers are padded for comfort and provide door-to-door protection. Pet pads have built-in features to keep cargo areas and seats protected. Covercraft solutions cover cargo areas, bucket or bench seats, and protect from damaging claws, pet fur, 
hair, mud, moisture, and that occasional drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's delicate surfaces. Choose from a variety of styles and colors that cover almost every vehicle made. Is your dog getting a little old? Covercraft even has a pet ramp so your trusted companion can get himself into and out of your vehicle. Here's something special to you from me at Cars Yeah. If you go to Covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 Y-E-A-H-120, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com today and use the code ya 120 and you'll get this special 10% off. Tell Fido it's from me. That's Covercraft.com. Use ya 120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. Woof. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read, whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market, that's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. All right, Dave, we are back. And before I jump into some of the main questions, I would love for you to share with me a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has meaning for you. Maybe it's helped guide your path in the careers you've chosen. It's a nice way to get the, uh, I usually say the inspirational tires turning, but let's say the fingers picking on the beautiful guitars that you make. So Dave, grab a guitar and tell us what you want to share. Um, well, the only uh, thing I would say, and I've, I've lived by this, is the only limitation is your imagination. Uh, and I believe that because uh, if you can think about it, then uh, between us, we'll make it. Some people just say, go ahead and do your artist thing. But, uh, you know, if, you, if you, we can work together and we can think something up, let's make it. You know, I love it. And it fits so well with these incredible instruments that you create. I encourage our listeners here, and I'll put links to his website, but Alicat, A-L-I-K, at.com.au because he's down in Australia is an incredible site. So let's start. I'd love, where did the name come from, Dave? Um, well, as an apprentice, um, sheet metal worker back in the 80s, um, we used to shorten things and the, the word for aluminium or aluminum, the short of that was Ali. Uh, and obviously I've been pretty much into um, rock and roll and rockabilly music for many, many years also. And just about every word, song that you hear in the in a lot of those songs had the word cat, you know, cool cat, and yeah. Ali Cat was actually used in a couple of songs. So I thought that would be a good, you know, to put the two together. Um, they're cool, um, and they're made from aluminium, 
And, uh, yeah, so that was where the name came from. Alley Cat. I love it. Well, it's very cool. It sounds like a cool cat hanging out in the alley behind a jazz place or a, a band playing inside of some club or something like that. So I think you picked a nice name. Let's talk a little bit about this business. So you talked about working in the sheet metal industry back in the 80s and, and later on. At what point did you start to create these musical instruments and then decide, you know what, this is the path I want to take. This is a lot more interesting than maybe just working in sheet metal and, and metal <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Um, well, we actually left um, the UK in 90, uh, sorry, 2008. Um, but since 1985, when I left school, I started a, an apprenticeship as a sheet metal work. And I had a fascination for that. I always liked making things. And they just say, when we moved to Australia, it actually came about where we were visiting one of the little seaside towns. And uh, in the window, there was a, like a sculpture of a double bass. And, and as you do, being a metal worker, you say, well, I could make that. And uh, <laughs> so I did. I actually made but a full-size um, actual sculpture. And that ended up in one of the show display homes. Um, so from that, I thought, well, I want to make a real double bass. You know, we're, we're down in Australia. There's a lot of rockabilly bands here. And, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. So uh, the first thing I made was a full-size all-aluminium double bass, uh, influenced by some of the um, 1920s and 30s aluminium bases that, that were around at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that then led on to me thinking, well, if I've made a bass, let's make a guitar. Uh, and the thing is that people probably, well, they'll get to know, I don't play guitar and I've never played guitar. I got in touch with a guy here in uh, Australia. I said, I want to make a, a guitar. And uh, the only thing I know is humbucker pickups. Yeah. He said, well, what scale do you want? I said, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was like a guru. He talked me through what I needed to do and the settings. And that, that settings is obviously the same on the modest every guitar, the scale length. So, yeah, so that I made this uh, rockabilly style guitar. And I thought, well, that led on to me thinking, let's get old 1950s guitar parts. And, and a lot of the stuff, is the best stuff I've seen, the source is from the USA. And I managed to get a set of um, 1950s uh, P90 pickups. Um, which was kind of the same sort of things what Eddie Cochran had in his guitar. Uh, so I, I put that into a guitar, and I had this real awesome 50s sound on a hot rod flame design guitar. Then I thought, well, if I'm using parts from the 50s, let's try and make them look like cars of the 50s. Yeah. So the first thing I thought, obviously, the easiest one, and the actual guy that bought the double bass off me had a, a 57 Chevy, and I knew he would buy this guitar if I made it. So I said, hey, I'm making a... A 57 Chevy guitar. He said, uh, what color? I saw maybe surf green. He said, you knew I'd want that, didn't you? I said, yeah, I'm going to make it. So that was, that was the first one. And then that led on to me thinking, well, if I'm making, you know, the fins sort of shapes of, of the um, guitars, let's uh, let's add taillights. And the next most influential sort of car to me with taillights was a 1959 Cadillac. Uh, so that was what I did. I, uh, I made the 59 Cadillac. And then I thought, well, let's make an Australian based guitar with taillights in and that sort of went viral when I put that up uh, and they just sort of led from there and uh, yeah no it's it's uh They've gone crazy, the designs. You know, I, I, I tell you, a friend of mine, Cindy Meidel, shout out and a thank you to her. She's the one that introduced me to you, Dave. And she loves guitars. She collects guitars and has amazing collection. I only have four or five guitars. I think she must have a thousand or something. I don't know. She's she's completely guitar crazy, along with all the other things she collects. But when she gave me your website, I just was stunned. And I want the listeners to know you've got to go check out Alleycat, A-L-I-K-A-T dot com dot A-U. Because when you see these, they're not what you think they are. They're way beyond 
what we're discussing right now. It seems like your guitars and what you create are only limited by your imagination, right? Absolutely. Yes, and I thank Cindy for that because uh, we've become friends on Facebook and uh, she keeps posting up some of these amazing cars, you know, and the shapes and the curves. And we've got this thing going on now and I'm going, no, no, not another one. <laughs> she knows exactly what I mean. She said, yep, yep, can you see it? I said, I can see two guitars there. I can see yeah. a front, a back, and uh, yeah, some of the, you know, the cars I didn't even know existed. But I'm past that sort of level now where, you know, in the beginning I had time. I thought, you know, I'll make this design. I'll make this design. No, I actually work full time as well. And I've got a couple of karate clubs, American Kento karate clubs I run as well. So the only time I get is evenings and sort of weekends. So, uh, yeah. And I'm doing a little bit at work as well. And, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, every sort of moment now is, is put to these guitars. Well, be careful what you wish for, because sometimes it actually comes true. <laughs> and I could see this being a full-time gig for you. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Now, it's interesting to me that you don't play the guitar. Is it something that you just never have had an interest in? Or do you think now that you've built so many that maybe you might learn to play a few tunes on a guitar? Uh, again, I think it's the time. You know, I have a student with me um, who's been training with me for quite some time, and he's a pretty good guitar player. And I said, well, how about if we trade off some guitar lessons for some karate lessons? And uh, I said, this is what I want to play. And I showed him this awesome rockabilly riff. He said, and he came back to me and said, how long did it take you to get a black belt? I went, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, I, you know, I watched the guys playing. I, I've, you know, with the double bass, I've got a double bass here, and I like to potter around on that because there's so much more margin for error you know you can find a note with a slide of like an inch with your fingers right. on a guitar you know you've got to be a bit more precise and yeah I, I don't think i'd have the time now to learn you know uh well i'd like to you know i've had a little go at uh playing a couple of chords and things and there's that rockabilly sort of 12 bar blues thing that i try and play on one string to test all the guitars when i set them up yeah i was set up with hearing that but uh yeah, no, I would love to, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just the time. I understand. Well, like anything, it's seat time. It's practice, practice. When I was a kid and started playing the guitar, I every day, and there were some days I didn't want to practice, and my mom would make me. She goes, look, I'm paying for these lessons. You're going to practice. She'd put a little timer in front of me and say, you can stop when that timer is done. I remember it was 30 minutes a day, but after a while, it starts to be fun, and you can start doing different things, and it's great. Do most of the people that purchase your guitars, are they guitar players, or is it a variety of people who are guitar players or automotive enthusiasts who buy them to hang on the wall and use it as a piece of art? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that because I get a lot of people that, um, you know, they see the pictures up on Facebook or on the website and they message me and say, if only I could play. And I said, look, I don't play. And I've got a whole collection of these guitars. I said, this. they are made absolutely playable. You know, one of the words I hate is the word gimmicks um, because these are playable, workable, full-on guitars. I've got a guy down in Florida that uh, has represented Florida in the Memphis Blues Challenge. And he's got his own 57 Chevy. I've got majority of what I play I'd make so I go to the USA. Uh, I think I'm in the wrong country. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot, of them, a lot of them go to the USA and they absolutely play. But there's also those guys, you know, they've got the um, the 57 Chevy or whatever, and then they've got the ice bucket and they've got the golf caddy and, and they want all that. And when they, and it does me good because when they go to the um, shows, um, they display, you know, all that with, with, with the actual guitar. You know, I've, I've become quite good friends with several people. There's uh, Ray down in Colorado. He's got this awesome blue 57 Chevy. So for him, because I knew what he was going to do and take the, the guitar along to the shows, he's got this 57 Chevy barbecue thing set up. He's got a uh, the caddy and whatever. So I made him up a sign and I do whatever I can to help, you know, him promote that, make the guitar look good. And 
And uh, yeah, it just just leads on to so many, you know, people that haven't heard of me getting in touch. And uh, yeah, you, you're exactly right. You've got the collectors, um, you've got those that play, but now and again, the idea is if they've got it on the wall, someone comes to the house, does that play? They take it down, they can play it. So yeah, for all. I think it's absolutely wonderful. There's some people, you know, I grew up in Southern California and I was a surfer. And nowadays there's a lot of people who make uh, really beautiful surfboards that are used as works of art because they are very sculptural in their use and they sell them now. Some of these are people that uh, were very famous for shaping surfboards that were actually ridden. And you could still ride them if you want to, but many of them are made with very beautiful woods and different inlays and colors and things. And they make wonderful wall hangings and wall art. And that's what I thought of when I saw your guitars. It's the same kind of thing. I think it's fantastic. What you're doing is really, really cool. I always like to ask my guest, Dave, to talk about a big challenge that they've faced in their life, something that really maybe pushed you to the limits. I'd love for you to share a specific situation, but more importantly, what did you learn from that so that you could move forward in a positive way? So if you would, take us on a little journey. The only challenge is really is one that I can think of, because that's current and that's what's on my mind, is um, I've got a whole host of guitars that I'm making at the moment. Some are just totally insane. Some are supercars, some are cars of the 50s. But there's one in particular it's a Lamborghini Aventador. Ooh. Obviously, with the Lamborghini Aventador, and it's for a guy who's actually got this car, you know, what I try and do with the guitars is I, I look at something and I think, well, what's the feature? Some of the 70s muscle cars, I wouldn't say they're boring, but, they, you know, don't have the big fins and the taillights and the spoilers and things. Yep. Um, so the Lamborghini, you know, it was difficult to pick one thing on this Lamborghini because everything you look at, it, the curves, the shapes, is just awesome. You decide the front. And me and my big mouth, I said, look, you know what? I want to make the doors open. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've got the spoiler. I've got the vents. It's incredible. I've spent probably 200 hours on this thing. Wow. Um, I've started probably 50 or 60 hours, and I wasn't happy. So I, I said, no, I'm not, it's coming too thin. The shapes are not right. Um, so I started again. I managed to find a blueprint of the actual, when you look down on the car, you see all the lines. Well, those lines are fold lines. So I folded a lot of it all in one, the top shape. And what I've done is I've sort of, you know, the, I get told, why don't you just stick to one thing, uh, using my wife? <laughs> why don't you stick to doing the one guitar? I can't do that because I would be pulling my hair right now on this guitar. It's the only one so far that's made me think, put it down. So yeah. so I, what I tend to do is I have like always have more than one guitar on the go um, yeah. because I'll come back to that in a day's time. And, and you know what? You get that slap head moment. You, I got it. That's it. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm literally at that door stage. I'm getting little tiny hinges coming and I'm, I'm getting these little jewelry box, box hinges and I'm trying all these different ways to get that, you know, it, but if I dedicate, I would have to probably spend a day on just looking at it, literally just looking at it and then it comes to you and you'll see something else. You think, well, that's, that's an idea. I can incorporate that idea into that. But yeah, the, this whole thing, this is going to be insane that the paint job on this thing alone is incredible. I think he was telling me it's an orange, but the, the extra lacquer and paint on top of that is a $40,000 upgrade. Wow. Just on the color of the paint on this car. So the, the color is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's the only one that's sort of challenging me. I won't, I won't stop, won't give up. No way. Um, because when people see this, this is going to be absolutely incredible. You know, and I've got a couple of others similar. Um, I, I just push myself with the design. You know, I think, you know what, that's going to look good with taillights. Since I started, I've managed to, well, get a few pretty cool machines. I've got a couple of CNC machines. Yeah. Um, so I actually scale down all the designs and I make the little tiny lights in there and 
And that's what's really making it. That's the attention to detail. Yeah. Rather than just getting a, car, a guitar, painting it with a stripe and calling it a Mustang guitar, you know, I'll actually make the Mustang. It's, it's, without going too over the top, um, it's still got to be a guitar, but um, yeah, it's... Uh, Oh, it's pretty challenging, that one, I must say. I can't even imagine, but you've got my mind racing in a thousand directions. I cannot wait to see that one. Have you always been a very, would you consider yourself a very talented person? Uh, I just do what I do. I mean, a lot of people sort of say, say you know, you've, uh, oh, you, it's an art piece, it's this, and it's, it's lovely to hear that. It does rattle me sometimes. I went to one car show and someone come up and said the F word. They said, is, it, is that fiberglass? I said, uh, you are. <laughs> no, I said, it's aluminium. But yet the people that do appreciate it are, to be honest with you, are, are car people, but people that have spent years customizing cars and hot rods. And, you know, and I, I get a little bit defensive sometimes. I say, well, you know, I've, I've spent all these hours making this, and they just sort of wave their hand at me and said, we know exactly what you mean. We've just spent two years building this, or we've just spent all this time, and we appreciate what it is. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I guess it's, it's what I've always done. I've always, wanted to make things and uh, they thought people said do you sleep I said only if I, <laughs> if I sleep I'm dreaming about making them but, you know I get an idea and that's it yeah and, and I'm on a mission to do it. if, I, I'm, if I'm gonna do it then uh, you know it's uh, like the 59 caddy I'm redesigning that now because it was what 10 years ago uh, it was my 10th guitar um, so I'm making an anniversary one of that and that one's gonna be insane I've actually done a whole different design uh, for that so that's coming as well Wow. I think it's just spectacular what you're doing. And I'm so happy for you that you've been able to wrap this passion for cars into this incredible talent that you have to create these pieces that are just really, really stunning. So I think they're great. I mean, just blows me away. We're going to take a short break for our advertisers. and we come back, I want to talk a little bit about your personal relationship with cars, your passion for cars. And we're going to unveil something that's kind of unique. You won't believe it. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Sit tight. American Collectors Insurance. That's how I now protect my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. Are you insuring your classic vehicles on your regular daily driver auto policy? Then your special vehicles are at risk. Your regular auto insurance carrier won't tell you how much you'll get until after a claim. And more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With a agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. If you're driving your collector car less than 5,000 miles a year, do what I did. Call American Collectors Insurance and get your very own agreed value policy tailored to your specific vehicle. If you're like me, you're picky about who works on your special ride. A great policy allows you to choose your repair shop of choice, and that means you'll know the job is done right. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love. I did at American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Let's step away from the conversation and talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, 
and drives. Among these nonprofits is TechForce Foundation, a great organization dedicated to solving the technician shortage that threatens the transportation industry today. By providing career development resources and increasing awareness and enthusiasm for the tech profession, TechForce is bringing bright young students into the auto, diesel, aviation, marine, motorcycle, motorsports, and restoration worlds. To date, they've awarded more than $10 million in scholarships and grants to tech students. And in times like these, I don't have to tell you how essential those techs are, keeping our delivery and emergency vehicles running and keeping America rolling. To learn more about TechForce or to make a donation to this cause, visit www.techforce.org. You'll be glad you did. So what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, founded Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series. These are four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends, titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Apex. It's a rich and complex blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Syrah, and Cabernet Franc. This blend is a showcase of perfection and hits the apex with its full-bodied smooth finish. An added very cool option is the label. It's a multi-dimensional rumble strip apex reminiscent of turn four at Laguna Seca. The racing series is a spectacular gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in all caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase of the wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code CARSYEAH. Cheers! All right, Dave, we are back, and I would love for you to share a story that instigated this personal passion that you obviously have for very cool cars. Was there kind of a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a bit of a car guy? Um, but, well, ever since I was a kid, I sort of grew up, um, there was always rock and roll around me. My parents were into the rock and roll, and uh, um, I remember finding a little bit of cassette tapes in, uh, early in the morning, and I, I was playing these cassettes, and where'd you get them? Well, I found them, uh, and I was, you know, just loved that sort of music. Uh, and then later on, my dad, I think in the 70s, was a DJ, and then I became sort of DJing uh, in the UK before I left, but I had this passion for just rockabilly music. Um, the whole the whole thing, and I think I've had a, that sort of hairstyle. The flat top is not as much now, but <laughs> I've had that sort of hairstyle since I was at school. Um, it's always always loved that sort of music. So it's the whole you know the whole scene you know with with the cars and and the, the music. It, it sort of goes hand in hand. You know, a lot of those people that are into the the cars, into the music, they pick up an instrument and they want to learn the instrument. So it's 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 that sort of chain reaction of one thing leads to another uh so that in my case it was i want to make uh make the actual uh guitars you know that was uh yeah. what sort of got me into from the rockabilly into making rockabilly guitars but i, I had to sort of put a nip that in the bud in the early days sort of to make it's not just rockabilly i mean if you go on my website there's i, I rely on people to play them so there's a hundred 
maybe hundred video clips of you know rockabilly bands from around the world. There's a couple of people I go and see, and I say, can you play this one for me? And uh, you'll see all that on there. So it wasn't. It's not just a rockabilly guitar. You can play whatever you want, but it's just that influence, you know, of, yeah. of that fifties. I think it's fantastic. Is there a first special car in your life that you've had? Um, no, to be honest with you, I've never had a car. Okay, um, now, older, now, older. now, Dave, wow. wait a minute, Dave. Wait a minute, Dave. You build <laughs> insane guitars, but you don't play the guitar. You're on Cars Yeah, and you don't have a car. Okay, what what gives with you, Dave? What's the deal with you not having a car? I think this is hilarious. I know, sorry about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you a lie. I had, um, there's, a, there's a pretty good rockabilly band here in, um, in South Australia called the Satellites, and they were a band that I, I tra- tracked down before I left the UK and I came and seen them and they actually played the very first thing that I made which is a double bass but they had a car and I obviously here they have the, the Holden which is a General Motors in the UK we had the Vauxhall which was General Motors uh, and they were selling a, um, a Vauxhall Velux and it needed a bit of love and care and, and I had the Velux in, in the garage for a week two weeks three weeks and I said well I'm going to restore this uh, I couldn't even get the door handle off <laughs> so <laughs> In the end, he said, you know what? I said, I don't think this is not me. I'm not, I have not got the time. You know, my wife's laughing. She's like, you're going to restore it. I said, yeah, well, you know, I can't, I can't even get the door handles off without breaking things. And, you know, so, <laughs> so that was as near as I got to having it. But, you know, but the, the thing is with what I'm doing, and I think I've said this on a TV show once, and, and uh, the, the whole idea is, like, all the cars that I like, now I can have a 54 Caddy. I can have a 59 Caddy. I've had, I can have a 60 Caddy. I can yeah. have a 57 Chevy. I can have a Buick. I can have anything I want now in the form of a guitar. I uh, and some of the earlier ones, which, and if I can still do that, I'll find parts. Because you know, some people think they're made of parts off the car. Now, what I do is I try and find the original emblems or badges. Again, usually it comes from the USA. Um, like on the 59 Caddy, I made it first. It had um, an original dash script off a 1959 Caddy that was just on the guitar. So, you know, people have had things before where, they, unfortunately, they can't use their car anymore, may not be able to drive or... The car's got damaged, but they want something to remember that car. Yeah. And we work on the car, and they send me something off that car. And somehow I'll incorporate that into the guitar. So that is, it's uh, like a living part, uh, and they can play or hang or whatever, and they, you know, it's, it's the car come to life again. You know, I love that whole concept. I've Every car I've ever owned, I've kept a part of that car. So I have all these little bits and pieces, different things from different cars, but I always keep something from all of my past cars as a little bit of a memory. So the idea that I could incorporate that into a guitar, that starts to give me some ideas here. I have a feeling I might be spending a little bit of money with you, Dave. Let me ask you this. This is a bit of a introspective question. And maybe we twist it around. I typically ask my guests that if you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a car, this isn't what kind of car you want to be. This is how you perceive your attributes as a human in the kind of car that you would manifest. Now, in your case, maybe I say a guitar. What kind of guitar with a car theme would Dave Gartland be? So how would you answer that question? Uh, well, I could probably answer the first question because that's what <laughs> I thought about. I think there's two uh, that I would do. One would probably be not because I'm, I really like the car, but I like what it can do, uh, is the DeLorean from Back to the Future because you know where I'd be going, straight back to the 50s. <laughs> that definitely. But also, I've been, you know, I've got to sing for Bumblebee at the moment. <laughs> I've been watching that quite a few times on Netflix. Um, yeah, the, 
because he can transform into whatever he wants, you know. And then at the end, he, you know, from the VW Beetle, he sees that uh, Kamaro, and then uh, he transforms into that. So I like to be able because I can't choose. I cannot choose one. <laughs> so I like the whole idea of yeah, being able to choose from one. You know, same as with the DeLorean. You know, maybe I want to go back to the 50s, maybe the 60s. Who knows? But you you, you want to see it all and do it all. Yeah. And try and cram it all in. So yeah, it's it's, it's uh, it'd be one of those really. I reckon. You have very unique answers to that question. Uh, I'm I'm really impressed. Those are two very, very cool answers to that question because it trips people up sometimes. All right, Dave, we are on what I call the last lap. I'm going to ask you some questions, ask for some very short, kind of one or two or three sentence answers on these. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits or attributes that you believe has contributed to what you do, your success? Probably OCD for detail. Yes. Um, I'm over the top. Uh, on the dude that has to be right. Um, And that's it, yeah. Yeah, I believe that for sure. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, uh, in fact, let's add something to this, maybe, since you love rockabilly, maybe a rockabilly artist, a musician, who would that person be? Uh, Probably a movie star. (laughs) It would be James Dean, I reckon. Uh Um, Straight back to the night, you know, with that Porsche and go back, because just, because it's pure fifties, the movies and the, you know, and Elvis looked up to him as well. And, uh, yeah, it would be, I reckon James Dean, James Dean. Let me ask you this. Have you ever done a guitar that's designed around a Porsche 550 spider, the car that, that James died in? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, there's a couple that I really want to do. Yeah. Um, but that is one of them, but I, I just, like I said, I don't have the time to actually just make them for the sake of making them. Yeah. Um, I've recently done the new, uh, uh, a limited edition Porsche, GT2 RS. There's only a thousand of them in the world. I've actually made that one with the spoiler. That's insane. That's on the front page of my website. Yeah, it, yeah. It's I'm a major Porsche fanatic. So, uh, and the 550 Spider has been a favorite of mine for a long, long time. Now, when it comes to uh, automotive advice, I typically ask people to share automotive advice someone else has given them. But since you don't have a car, and you've never really had a car except for that Voxel, but we won't include that. How about if I ask the question this way? What's the best advice someone else has ever offered you when it comes to creating these beautiful guitars that you create? Probably the same advice I'd give. Uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been making doing, doing little parts on the guitar, and I think, is that all right? Is that all right? And, you know, I'll polish it just a little bit more. And aluminium is very porous. And just when you think, I've just got to do that ready to get it off to the paint shop, you burn through on the polish because they're only like like a sixteenth of an inch thick. They're pretty thin, so they're very light. Yeah. Um, so when you're grinding and sanding, you have not a lot of room for error. And that's when you think, if only I just left that, because now I've got a weld up. When you put heat in it, you get more problems. And so, yeah, so if it, if it looks fine, leave it. You leave it, yeah, absolutely. Now, is there a, a resource that you'd like to share that you found really interesting or fun? Now, this could be a website, could be a supplier, could be an app you use all the time. It could even be a person in your life that's a go-to. Yeah, uh, well, normally, you know, people are not sending me, they'll, they'll, they'll start to inquire, have you ever done? And I'll say, well, no, but I'd love to. Uh, and then if they, you know, they, they tell me the year, if they don't send me a picture already, then they'll send me, and uh, this is the model that I have. And then I'll go, I'll just type that into Google, obviously, and then I'll put what pictures I have. Um, for instance, I'm doing a 2016 Corvette Stingray for a guy in the USA. That's another insane guitar. Um, but that, he told me what he had and sent me a picture of one other show and it was the shark metallic gray. So I have to go on there now and find all the pictures and without pestering them for too many pictures, but I need the top view, the side view, I need close-ups of the logos and badges because I'll engrave all that on there. So I need, um, yes, 
and then I'll download those pictures. I'll print them pictures off, and that's what I literally work to pictures. Sometimes the pictures are just on my phone, and I'm working for those pictures. There's so many things to go see and find these days with the internet. Now, I have a feeling you are so busy. Do you read books? Do you have time to read books? Or is there maybe a, a magazine you like or a website you might refer people to? Um, no, I, I, like you're, you're exactly right. I'm just so busy to, to read books. And I'm probably a slow reader when it comes to reading the books, so I've got to take it all in. Uh, I used to say I'll wait till the video or the movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, I've got a in the room which I assemble the guitars. Um, I've got some old or framed around the room. I've got the rotting custom and the rotting and restyling, and some of the old fifties hot rod magazines, car craft, and there's uh, the, the one I've got most of. I think is rotting custom and rotting and restyling. And there's you know just because they're fifties and they're original and they're they're in their sealed bags and uh, yeah, they're they're pretty influential. Um, so yeah, that, that's probably the only sort of thing that I've got really. That's very cool. That's very cool. They become uh, big collector's items. All right, Dave, we're almost to the end of our talk here, and I, I could talk to you forever about what you're doing. I'm just so impressed. But I want to offer you this idea. If today I was to buy you a very cool collector car, your first very cool collector car, that I'm going to deliver to you at no cost, but there's a couple rules here, is I want this to be something that you'll keep and that you'll enjoy. So you can't sell it to buy a bunch of aluminum to make more guitars with. Uh, I want it to be something that you'll actually drive. No garage queens allowed here at Cars, yeah. Uh, but it's the only one cool collector car you can own. What is it that I could buy Dave Gartland today? One. All right, I got two, but... <laughs> Let's talk about both of them first, and then we'll narrow it down to one. How's that? Okay. That doesn't make it easier, but... <laughs> <laughs> One's, uh, one would be a 1956 Chevy Corvette. The soft top, I just yeah. want a convertible. I just want a soft top because of where we are near the beach and it's nice and warm here. Uh, and, and then the other would be, and I've always actually I've said this one more, is the 57 Ford Thunderbird convertible, the first generation one of them, like the Blake one of them. Okay, well, this is interesting. I see a little trend going with the 50s, American cars. Yeah. And so, yeah, the 57 is the classic. Uh, I think that's the, is that the year they had the porthole? In the hardtop that you could take off, the 57? I think I put it right on that. Yeah, it was the first generation one, yeah. So let's narrow this down a little bit. If you just had to decide today, which one would you pick? Probably the Corvette. Okay. And, that, that, yeah. Yeah, the Corvette. Okay, cool. And what color would you pick that Corvette to be? Uh, red, I reckon. Red? Red with that cream. Okay. Mm, but I just like that trim down the side, and red's in your face. You know, the, I've been in phot photography for many, many years, and we were always sort of taught that red. The IC is red on a different level. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, red, red stands out. Look at me. I okay. finally got a car. There you <laughs> it's go. It's only took me 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it'd be great to have cream colored coves on that, on the side to accent that yep. red. And, and uh, yeah, very cool. Well, you picked a nice one, Dave. Dave, you have taken me on a very, very interesting ride today. This has been really fun. I'm so appreciative that Cindy connected us. Now you and I are friends. You've got a friend here in the States, or another friend, I should say. We can become Facebook friends. I want to thank you for sharing this incredible journey and this beautiful works of art and guitars that you make for people. Before I let you go, though, could you offer me one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into that beautiful Adelaide sunset in that beautiful 56 Chevrolet Corvette convertible. I'm just holding that thought for a moment. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it would be still that, I'll still that same quote, really. That sort of, it's around about everything. It's the only limitation is your imagination, no matter what, whether you want to make something or you want to do something, you want to be someone. Um, yeah, that's, it, 
don't let your imagination stop you. You know, it's, if you think about it, there's every way it can be done or you can do it. Um, yeah, it's uh, as simple as that. It's, uh, that's sort of what I sort of go by. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, this is, like I said, you with a Lamborghini. I thought about it. It's becoming difficult, but look how good I'm going to feel when that's done. I can't wait to see it. Well, I would love to be sitting next to you as you drive that Corvette into the sunset with one of your guitars playing a rockabilly song. I think we would have a nice time as we drive off in the sun. That would be absolutely fantastic. Listeners, you can find everything that Dave's been so kind to share today on his very own Cars yeah show notes page. Just type in Dave Gartland, G-A-R-T-L-A-N-D, and you'll find that page. And you need to go check out Alleycat, A-L-I, kat.com.au because I guarantee you, you have never seen guitars like the ones that Dave builds at Alley Cat. They are absolutely stunning. And if you want one, you can contact him through his website and he'll build you one, whatever you want. So there you go. Dave, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your incredible talents with us here on Cars Yeah. Until you and I talk again, mate, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. It's been awesome. There you go. Perfect. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.